It's my favorite part. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about because yeah, they don't get to hear them say recording in progress. Oh, no, I hear it. They used to ask permission. I thought that was weird. Was yeah, like, but the, funny, this is a, the audience and- the audience doesn't get to hear them say it. Whatever, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello, good football. All of this is Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan. With me are my co-hosts, Colt and AJ. Season 2, Episode 40 uh, of Shall We Football. This is NFL Week 12. Our very special and handsome guest uh, is Eric Burkholder from Louisville, Kentucky. Eric, Man. say hello. How's it going, guys? Yep, I said hello, but that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll accept it. Uh, coming up, big <laughs> SWF welcome to Eric Burkholder. Uh, we'll be, he'll be joining us this evening as we predict the NFL Week 12 games against the spread, review Week 11, and atone last week's poor decisions. Uh, you can find him on the Twitter machines at Eric Burkholder6 because there were five more of him before. It's clones. He just killed them off. He's the sixth one. We're He's stronger. a writer for Dynasty Nerds at Dynasty Nerds, founder of The Locker Room, a dynasty fantasy football experiment. Uh, that's at TLR underscore Dynasty FF. Uh, he's doing that with former guest Bradley Stickler plus Sean the Madman Pomroy. Uh, TLR focuses on startups, roster construction, team building, and trade negotiations. He's also a writer, analyst, editor, and co-host of the Fantasy Affair, a fantasy, a fantasy podcast uh, at Fantasy Affair FF. Uh, he also participates in the Scott Fishbowl 11 fantasy charity event. Hope I got it all. Uh, of course, the fastest five in fantasy with Colt is back because the man himself is back. Eric will attempt the pronunciation game. Uh, and finally, we present the Mac Oracle Award for episode MVP named for Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones. Uh, his middle name is McCorkle. Why do we love him? He's a former child model, first and foremost. Uh, he's a national <laughs> champion, secondly, and first round NFL draft pick with the body of a young John Daly. Uh, we changed the spelling to MC capital O-R-C-A-L in honor of AJ's former roommate, my current tenant's inability to spell at a basic functional level. Welcome, Eric. Uh, AJ's Yinzer promo of the week. Take it away, sir. Hmm. All right. In lieu of a promotion, SWF has obtained an exclusive press release apology from someone who's definitely not color commentator Gary Danielson, working alongside someone who's definitely not Brad Nessler who is definitely not on the CBS College Football Saturday coverage team that I would like to read. <laughs> Good morning to Yins. As many of Yins know, I said bitch on this past Saturday's Arkansas at Alabama football telecast. Wait, did I say bitch? Shit. Well, I definitely didn't say shit. Was it tits? No fucking way it was tits. Could have been fucked, though. I, I love that word. Now, uh, damn it. It wasn't damn. No fucking way I would say a shit on television. If it wasn't all fun words, what was it? Was it ass? You gotta be fucking shitting me. Did I say ass? <laughs> Eric, if you weren't paying attention to the Alabama-Arkansas game, uh, Gary Danielson did say ass uh, on the telecast. And then- This is how we do things here. Here are the rules. Uh, we're not here to make friends. Human <laughs> puns not tolerated. Name calling is required. Do not wait until people are done talking to opine. My name is Ryan, and I will absolutely pay someone to stuff me this Thanksgiving. Keep it brisk. We have tiny bladders. No rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse. Gentlemen, shall we football? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Mm. Let's give two turkeys uh, to week 11. I like, I like this one better. Turkey's up, turkey's down. It's seasonal. 
That's good. AJ, explain the rules, mm-hmm, please. Mm-hmm. So uh, a turkey's up is a pleasant surprise. We'll do that one first. And that can be fantasy. It could be a team, a player, anything regarding fantasy. It can be Roger Goodell is always up for grabs. It could be refs. Uh, it can be something off the field, preferably on the field. We like to keep it. But um, the world is your turkey. Um, how about uh, Ryan? You go first and then mm. take it away from me because I'm tired. You, you sound tired, sick, ill, uh, beleaguered, if you will. Uh, mm. Turkeys up to Jonathan Taylor. Uh, easiest oh. turkeys up maybe of the year. He had five total touchdowns, 185 rushing yards alone uh, in the Colts route of the Buffalo Bills. Jonathan Taylor and that Colts offense are rolling. Starts with uh, probably the return of Quentin Nelson is what triggered the majority of this. But Jonathan Taylor has held up his end of the bargain, making Carson Wentz look like a functional NFL quarterback like no one else ever could. That's all I got. Uh, AJ, uh, can, can you just finish it off? Like, just give us your turkeys up, then you can take a break. Uh, turkeys up to the Houston Texans. I can't really explain what happened there. Um, except the Texans beat the Titans um, and you can uh, you can do your own analysis because it, it's 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 sort of it, it's like an anomaly in space and time and it, there's I mean you can do analysis but um, don't know That's how don't don't know how much how much good it's going to do sure yep Eric do, do you have a turkey's up for the week I do I do my turkey's up this weekend is Austin Eckler 115 Ooh. total yards yeah. four total touchdowns here's your shares dad uh there in that late night game and just for a guy coming out of Colorado no big scholarships didn't really even get paid after he took over oh. from Melvin Gordon to light the world on fire and earn I believe a third contract at the running back position so turkey's up to my yeah. man Austin Eckler unheard of especially a guy with his injury history finds himself on 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 the ir every now and again and has come back in a big way every single time i love that uh colt your turkeys up please actual turkeys yeah my turkeys up here for uh the herbivore justin herbert because Mm. holy crap he had 90 rushing yards sunday night too low key uh, he also had 380, 382 passing yards and three touchdowns, thus interlinking this Austin Eckler uh, turkeys up, which is just lovely as well. Um, also, we got Mike Williams back in action a little bit. He's been disappearing a little while in fantasy. Um, Keenan Allen, his usual target hog self. And, you know, this is also honorable mention turkeys up to Big Ben and the Steelers for staying in that game. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, turkeys Dan. We're going to go Turkeys Dan. Eric, can you go first on Turkeys Dan? Yeah, man. I guess I was going to go Tennessee Titans, but I'm going to flip it over to a sad one. It's going to go Elvin Kamara, who I thought would be eating the turkey leg tomorrow. And, oh, uh, man. He oh. had to put his turkey down early. I don't know what the hell happened out there in New Orleans, but they miss him sorely. Uh, Trevor Simeon apparently is good at football, and it doesn't fucking matter. So Turkeys down to Elvin. Get right, get back. But damn it, dude. Yeah. That's a rough one. Uh, Colt, your turkey's down. Turkey's down. Mm. I'm going with the Bills, man. They got drubbed by Indy. They, they just got flat out waxed. And Indy's defense has been susceptible this year. But maybe it's just the, the cover, too, all the looks that, you know, defenses are showing these elite offenses. But, man, the Bills really shit the bed last week. I mean – Indy ran all over them and they've been 
kind of consensus top defense of the league. So, yeah, I, I wasn't very pleased. Josh Allen had a piss poor game. The weather was piss poor. But, yeah. uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor just took over. But I'm pretty disappointed in what I saw from the Buffalo Bills as a whole. And they don't have a running game. So when you're trying to, to cater to these cover two scenarios and these shell secondary looks, you know, running the ball usually work. Well, they don't really do that. So, yeah, not great. AJ Turkey's Don Turkey's Don Dallas Cowboys. They had, I know they were missing receivers, but they had ample opportunity to take this game. Pat Mahomes threw a pick. Pat Mahomes fumbled the ball. The Chiefs only scored 19 points. If you're going to beat the Chiefs, now this year is sort of an anomaly, but in general, if you're going to beat the Chiefs, a really good opportunity is when they only score 19 points. And mm-hmm. the Cowboys were only able to put up nine points, which is fairly pathetic in the grand scheme of things. Turkey's done. My turkey's done. The San, the Los, San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers special teams. <laughs> They've been turkeys down for a couple of years. I say perpetual. Yeah, <laughs> perpetually turkeys down. Good God. That, that single unit may be the worst single unit in the National Football League. You could put the Bears offense in, in that category. Uh, you could put uh, the Seahawks defense in that category. But the Los Angeles Chargers special teams is the worst singular unit in the National Football League and allow the Steelers to come back and fucking cover. Oh, my God. Like Can we get an honorary turkeys up to the fact that my Lions did not make it on the turkeys down? I mean, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, yeah. good for you. Nor, nor should they. Nor should they. Way no. to compete. Really I lost by three in Cleveland, yeah. yeah. Strong How? defensive effort. Good segment, guys. I like that. Yeah. Good segment. Uh, atoning for our sins. AJ, do you want to go over the records or shall I? No, let me do it. All right, let's attend uh, right. for our sins. I was six and nine, which brings me to in week 11. God damn, I forgot to change it. This means nothing to people listening. I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking up. Anyway, I was six and nine this week, bringing me to a grand total of 74, 90, and two. Colt was absent, and he still has a total of 50, 85, and two, which is probably karma for what, for when he wasn't here, why his, his grand total is, is such, such hot garbage. The guests, uh, were nine total. Uh, last week they were nine and six, which is the opposite of what I had, bringing them to a grand total of the same total as me 74, 90, and two. Ryan, uh, in week 11, you were eight and seven, bringing you to a grand total of 60, 56. And now, how about we give thanks? So, mm. here's a little bit of gratitude for you boys. Happy Thanksgiving, Colt. Thanks for not showing up last week, and not unlike Falcons rookie tight end Kyle Pitts. I, I'm grateful that I turned the Steeler game back on after they took the lead with three minutes, 24 seconds left in the game. <laughs> I only watched Mike Williams jam a lightning bolt up our jean shorts and ruin the collective hope of the city to tune a 53-yard catch and tickle. Ryan, B, uh, thanks for your unconventional grieving process in which you make jokes about your late mother in front of unsuspecting guests who learned that the jokes, to their great horror, aren't hyperbole, but rather just immeasurably dark. Ryan C., thank you very much for being a guest on our show. We loved having you, and you're absolutely welcome back. Oh, and fuck the Ravens. Here we go, Stillers. Ryan, cool me off. I'm too hot. Mm. You, you may have a fever, AJ. You might actually be. I might legitimately have a fever. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we're going to take a break. A uh, quick advertisement reading for AJ to get some water, maybe some emergency uh, to, to deal with, with his aching soul. As Madison baby talks the dogs in the background, if you could hear that. Uh, this is week 12 picks against the spread. These are spreads as of today, recording Wednesday, November 24th. Uh, our Thanksgiving slate, gentlemen, not great. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I was I was talking to my dad earlier, um, and I told him that told him the games because he can't read it because he's blind. Uh, <laughs> told him what was happening and and told him the Bears and the Lions were at twelve thirty. He asked if I was going to watch, and I said, "Yeah," because I hate myself. Bears and Lions, uh, Lions getting three points, getting a field goal at home, Ford Field on Thanksgiving, uh, put us out of our misery early. Uh, Colt, who you got in? Oh, you're going to go last because you're taking notes today. Uh, AJ, who you got in this barn burner of a contest? I think this is where Lions finally get their first win. I think this is the perfect storm, which whenever perfect storms arise, uh, it's it's never the answer. Perfect storms never come to fruition in the end result. But uh, the Lions, I don't think that this is a winless team. They play a lot of close games and one is bound to pop. This is I know we're not supposed to pick on 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 hopes and dreams and emotions, but I do hope the Lions get a win. I'll take three points. I think this one might be close. I think. After Justin Fields' performance last week, I think I think the Bears are at least somewhat vulnerable. Oh, we're um, getting Andy Dalton tomorrow. Yeah, Dalton's starting. Yeah, I'll take the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Burkholder, who you got? Your beloved yeah, Lions. I know my beloved Lions that that always let me down right at the end of the game on on Turkey Day. Uh, we might have Tim Boyle under center, who has a whopping thirteen to one pick to touchdown radio, not the ratio, not the other way around. So. As shitty as it is, if Fields was the starter, I think I'd take the Lions, but I'm going to take Chicago because Detroit, God, can we just lose every game so we can go get that defensive end out of Oregon? Can we just do that one time? Yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, he is, he is frightening. Maniac. He's a problem. Yeah, I'm also going to pick the Bears. Uh, and, and it's because I really desperately want Matt Nagy to win this game and then immediately be fired. Yes. I want that. I want him to go out a winner uh, on the road left in Detroit, where there's a good chance he's going to get robbed, potentially shot, definitely stabbed. Uh, Bears. Gonna <laughs> win. Bears. Colt, your, uh, your thoughts, sir. God, this is a tough one, man, because I, I, I agree with AJ on if, if there's a place for the Lions to steal a close one, this is it. But I just have a feeling Montgomery is going to run all over these guys. I think time of possession, Dalton's capable enough to dink and dunk, and I think Montgomery's going to do the rest. The Bears, Khalil Max on IR, I mean, they still have a decent defense. Um. Goff is going to be back out there, I do believe, right? Didn't he yeah, get Jared Goff so. is leaning toward playing. Okay. Mm, doesn't excite me. Still I don't miss rather, sure. I don't miss rather see Tim Boyle. I remember a couple Thanksgivings ago, we had uh, David Blau slinging it all over the oh, turf yeah. out there in Detroit. That was, oh, that yeah. was at least kind of fun. It was kind Mighty of exciting. Boiler maker. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Bears just on the account of playing defense and Montgomery running rampant. 
I like that. Uh, you got them all marked down there, Colt. Moving got on. them. Got them. Moving on. Uh, Vegas at Dallas. Their traditional Thanksgiving uh, tilt in <laughs> Dallas. Uh, the Dallas getting a touchdown and a half. Uh, 4:30 game. Who we got in this one? Eric Burkholder. Yeah, this one was tough for me. I mean, I think the lack of Amari Cooper is going to be an issue. Las Vegas is coming off three terrible losses. They really don't have a coach. Eight is a lot of points to win by. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I'm leaning Vegas, but in the in the heat of the moment, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowgirls as shitty as a franchise as they are because I could see them just running away with it. I don't know how they're going to score points. They don't really have a wide receiver out there uh, in Vegas outside of Waller. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Dallas to absolutely smoke them like they smoked the Falcons a couple weeks ago at home. Yeah, AJ, your thoughts, sir? I had the same exact thought. Uh, I was leaning Raiders. Um, the heat of the moment desperately wants me <laughs> to pick the Cowboys. I think I'm going to stay with my say, seven and a half points. Eight points is, is a lot. And uh, the Raiders, I wouldn't categorize them as bad. They're just not great. And generally, not being bad and not being great doesn't result in getting shellacked unless you've got Justin Herbert thrown for a bazillion yards. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Raiders. I, I do think that they're, they're due kind of, and, and it, to Eric's point, that offense looked inept and the chiefs are not good without Amari Cooper. The Cowboys offense did not look great. Um, and to put up nine points on that atrocious Chiefs defense, I'll take the Raiders. First four games, the Chiefs <laughs> were the worst defense in football. Since then, once they moved Chris Jones back to the inside of the defensive line, that's a very different defense. Uh, I think the, the Cowboys get right, and they put a bunch on on the Las Vegas Raiders uh, and make them wish they were going back to Oakland, which – no one ever wishes they were going back to Oakland, except maybe Marshawn Lynch. Colt, your thoughts? Um, I, I think this is going to be a field goal game. Greg the leg versus Daniel Carlson, mm. whose leg reigns supreme. I'm going to slightly side with Zerline and the Cowboys offense. Now, looking at personnel, I think Lamb's still kind of a long shot to play. There's talk that he can clear some final protocol. I think it's be a miracle if he comes back from concussion protocol that fast to play on Thursday, Cooper's obviously out Zeke's banged up. So we, we, they do have Gallup. I think Schultz is the biggest beneficiary here in the passing game. Uh, however, I do think uh, this is a field goal game. Um, and I don't see Dallas winning by seven and a half. So I'm going to side with the Raiders. All right. All right. Two and two on that one. Uh, Bills at Saints, the nightcap of Thanksgiving. Hopefully we're all asleep on the floor by net by, by, by this point. Uh, mm, we're watching the Egg Bowl. I will most certainly not be watching this hot trash. The Saints getting six <laughs> points at home. Uh, AJ, your thoughts <clears throat> at the Superdome? Mm, um, while the Indianapolis Colts have the offensive line to run on anyone. Um, the Saints 
actually kind of do too, not to that degree, but they haven't. So I'm not going to project something that hasn't yet happened or hasn't happened in a while. Ryan, I see what you're doing. Uh, Ryan has disassembled his girlfriend's bra and is now wearing the padding that they Oops. generally have on top of his own breasts, <laughs> which is very distracting <laughs> when you're trying to do a podcast. Although this is inevitably, inevitably part of every podcast that we do. Does this help? That's much better. Now he's touching the uh, circular center. Motion. Circular yep. motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm, this is fabulous content. Give me, <laughs> give me the Bills. Um, I know six is a lot, and the Saints—they're generally considered to have one of the best home field advantages. Um, the Bills, are, in terms of personnel, should shellac the Saints, and the Saints just haven't shown up for a little while. And Kamara is dinged up. He's I just, out. Yeah. Again. That's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a problem. Give me the bills. Yep, uh, Eric, your thoughts? Yeah, I'll just echo a lot of that. Uh, Mark Ingram's also banged up, but Sean yeah. Payton's gonna, looking at it like he's gonna lose four in a row. That's tough for me to bet on Sean Payton losing four games in a row. And six it points is. is a lot. They're at home, but they did just lose to Atlanta at home. It was only by two. I just it seems like a like a get right game for Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Six points is a shit ton. Uh, so they are, will either struggle to score. Um, with Marshawn Lattimore out there trying to lock up uh, digs, but or they're gonna they're gonna blow up. I just don't know how New Orleans scores. Callaway, right? Draquan, Mark Ingram's a little banged up. As good as that defense is, they're gonna try and keep it slow and possess a lot of the clock. Fucking six points though. I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm gonna take the Bills by seven. Yeah, I'm going Bills as well. Uh, just because I agree with Eric, I I just don't see how the Saints score points. They're, they're their guy is down and their, their only guy that's productive on offense can't play um, how they generate enough a to, to sniff winning and B to sniff covering. I just, I just don't see that happening. Uh, Colt. For all the reasons you guys just mentioned, I'm going Buffalo too. Now I'm yeah. wondering, did you see that Taysom Hill got a, a massive contract to be the, the X factor gadget player that he is. A very creatively but written contract. Very too. creatively written, yes. Yeah. So the more he plays quarterback, the more he makes. So do you think there's a, a world where Sean Payton just, you know, late, late inactive slash, uh, you know, late start, uh, Taysom starting? Um, that could give the offense a spark. I mean, Simeon hasn't been awful. He hasn't been. He's been fine. He, he has. He hasn't been like amazing. But he hasn't been awful. He's been very serviceable. Um, and a lot of his production was garbage time last week. But yeah, Kamara's out. Ingram's banged up. Traquan, Callaway, Harris, they're all just ancillary guys. I, I don't think there's a clear pecking order. I will say, though, the snaps and targets have been coming up for Traquan. He could be like a super deep dart throw uh, of a start. I'm not going there, but um yeah i just I, I don't think new orleans to, buffalo has so many ways to beat them offensively outside of digs um notwithstanding with a run game but uh, i i think this is a get right game for buffalo yeah it, it, everything points that direction right uh stillers at Bengals. Bengals giving four and a half at home to the steelers did the steelers find something uh late in that game against the chargers or did the chargers just 
Chargers in their own pants and, and let the Steelers back in there. Well, what's happening here, Eric? <laughs> Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh needs uh, TJ Watt back in the worst yes. way. But for them to be able to put up that amount of points with Ben Roethlisberger, just simply, he's just horrible, horrible Not on the good. West Coast. Like one fucking win, and he's been playing since 1972. So it's shocking that he hasn't been able to get a dub, uh-huh. more than one W. Uh, but Pittsburgh, they're nitty gritty, man. They got the best coach in this matchup. I don't think Zach Taylor knows how to win. Uh, and their last five games, including last game, have all been within five points. The point spread is four and a half. Give me Pittsburgh at Cincy. And honestly, if you put you put me up to it, I would just pick Pittsburgh to just win this game outright. So Ooh, I'll take whoa. the points. Okay. AJ? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Lifelong Steelers. Absolutely fans, not. Yeah. Um, they had no business getting in that game. Last week, they like Ryan said, they they're facing the worst special teams unit. Ryan, I see what you're doing. It's still very, very distracting. I'm trying to figure out how big my areolas are. <laughs> my God. OK, they're very large. Yeah. For, for reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very grateful we don't do video anymore. <laughs> uh, the the. Bengals can put up points in bunches. Their defense is quietly good. Um, The Steelers are bad on defense. There's just no way around it anymore. Even Cam Hayward took out his frustration last week in a very, very bad show of sportsmanship, which (laughs) we're not ones to stand on morality here, but that was not a good look. Um, a lot of frustration on that team. Like I said, they had no business being back in that game. The Chargers let them back in that game. And the Bengals are young. I'll give you that. But without TJ Watt, um, this could be an ass kicking. So give me the give me the Bengals. I'll gladly give those points. Yeah. Eric said that Zach Taylor doesn't know how to win. I don't disagree, but I think they're figuring it out. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow knows how to win. Yes, he does. You know, and I that's that's big because that he's handsome called, he's fuck. Yes. He can spin it. Yes, he can. To Jamar Chase, uh, handsome and fast is Jamar Chase. Uh, handsomest wide receiver quarterback duo in the league. I'm saying mm-hmm. it right now. hands down. Maybe maybe Brady and Antonio Brown, but Antonio Brown's out right now. Uh, give me the Bengals. Uh, I think that offense it can score, especially without T.J. Watt. Uh-huh. Is Minka Fitzpatrick back? That's, that's what good, I was wondering. That's a big question mark in this one. Anybody heard anything about that? Yeah, as I'm of, as of today, they all have a chance to come back. Yeah. Okay. And so if they all come back and this line remains the same, I mean, since he didn't address the offensive line, they, they did didn't. not. And they, they went and not. ran. They did not. And they ran the yep. ball down everybody's throat. Now they've gone the other way because teams kind of figured that out. And if there's a team that's not going to sit and cover two, it's it's Pittsburgh. And if there's a coach that's going to attack a young quarterback's you know fears, and it's not Bill Belichick, it's Mike Tomlin. So yep. when we're picking, it, it could go either way. I I think that Pittsburgh keeps it close enough. As I defend myself because I have no conviction in this shit, but I do think that they somehow win this game. I do. Give me the Bengals, Colt. All right. Uh, I'm going Bengals as well. Uh, with with Watt and Fitzpatrick still having a chance to play, that changes the defense dramatically. Yeah. Um, but like AJ said, I mean, I, they didn't have true business being in that chargers game on Sunday night. Like they did. 
Um, <clears throat> I think that Joe Burrow does know how to win, and I think Jamar Chase is a monster. He's had a couple quiet games. Um, I, I look for this to be uh, a get-right game for him personally. Um, I think that Cincinnati is going to be a little more aggressive here. They didn't really have to do that much to beat the Raiders last week. They kind of beat themselves by way of doing nothing offensively. So, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Cincinnati. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. This has the makings of a pretty good one. Indy yeah. getting three points in this game. Indy getting three. AJ. I've been uh, going over this one for a while. This is this is pretty tough. This might be the toughest one of the week. Yeah, this might be the toughest one. This might be the best game of the week. Uh, that said, it might be the quickest game of oh, the yeah. week with how the Colts like to run the ball. It will be done by 315. Yeah, yeah. promptly by 315. Um, this one is really, really tough because Carson Wentz, his touchdown to interception ratio is 18 to three right now. So, so to say that they can't throw the ball because they primarily run it, uh, oftentimes that translates to being less than effective throwing the ball. 18 to three is not bad. It also signifies potentially, you know, getting getting it done in the, in the red zone, which I'm not looking at the red zone percentages here, but 18 to three is strong. I'm uh, I'm pretty comfortable saying that the Colts can throw the ball and there's no one running it better right now. The Buccaneers are vulnerable. There's some questionable things here. Um, obviously, Vita yeah, Vita Ve Well, Devin White is questionable, so he's at least banged up. Obviously, Antonio Brown, and they're decimated in in the secondary. So if Carson Wentz can make them fear the pass, which with their secondary being so banged up, I think they can do. And once you once you commit to stopping Carson Wentz, which I can't believe I'm saying, then you give up players in the box, and you cannot give up players in the box against the Colts. They will eat you alive. Quentin Nelson, arguably the best overall offensive player, bar none, as just as Aaron Donald is the best defensive player. He, the, the difference he's made is unbelievable. So I'm going to go with the Colts because of that three. They're getting three. Eric, your thoughts, please. All right, well, I see this very differently. This is the one I skimmed over the quickest. Bucks have the best rush defense, uh, only six touchdowns, 784 yards so far this season. So Jonathan Taylor's going to have to tear him up. Quentin Nelson was holding his ankle last game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah. He did not um, practice today. Vita Vea is coming back. Nanamika Sue <laughs> is the worst defensive lineman they have. And Tom Brady is the quarterback there. So I, I think Tom Brady's going to beat the shit out of the Colts. And they're coming <laughs> off that huge win against Buffalo. And when you get these huge wins, like we watched it, uh, the, the Ravens beat the Chargers and then laid an egg. Like we see this where a team thinks yep. that they just locked up a playoff spot or really in it. And they turn around and, and uh, almost overlook a, a, a competitive team. And Tampa Bay, to me, looks like they're getting right at the right time. They're going to force Carson Wentz to throw the ball. And if he doesn't get the pass interference calls that he's been getting. <laughs> and when Tom, uh, he has. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When Tom Brady's the quarterback on the other side, the NFL just looks the other way when his team does anything bad, whether it's, you know, <laughs> paying for prostitutes in Miami 
birds, <laughs> the owner or deflating Bird, birds aren't real. Some either. random guy. Birds aren't real. That is capitalism. It's something, man. <laughs> it is something. Service. Uh, so I'm going to take Tampa Bay by plus three um, and do so pretty confidently. I just, I don't think there's a world where the Colts can keep up with Tom Brady. I think he's going to shred them, but it will be fun to watch because when we look at the slate this week, like these are two playoff teams, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Supposedly. And neither one of them is, not, is a lock for the playoffs. So they're both, they're both going to try their, uh, their hardest and pull out all the stops. So. Yeah, we think they're playoff teams. Uh, Peyton Manning built that house at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Tom Brady took a shit in his yard. He just <laughs> owns it. Uh, I, I like the Bucks here as well. I, yeah. uh, the, the Colts are, are a nice little story. They still have to be a game better than the Titans in that division um, to win it. And with, I mean, they're sitting at five and five right now. Yeah, they've been playing great of late. Still five and five, like. Mm-hmm. They're on the outside looking in at this point. Um, I, I think I like the Bucks in this plus three, uh, even even minus three. Colt, I agree. I'm going Bucks. Um, it's strength on strength. Colt O line, Bucks D line. Couple things to jump out. Quentin Nelson, he did get hurt last week. Uh, he didn't practice today with an ankle injury. Vita Vea did practice today, so. That, that simple uh, equation right there tilts me just a little bit. Uh, I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to run rampant on the Tampa Bay front seven. I'm sure he'll still have a great game. I mean, he's playing it. He's just on another level than any other back in the league right now. But I think Tampa Bay can, can beat them in so many ways. They got Gronk back last week. He looked good. I believe he led the team in yards and catches too. Um. AB likely out again, but I, I just, I don't think it matters. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to, going to take care of business here. Yeah. Uh, we got a poop fist poop fest in Florida it is Panthers yeah. at Miami uh, dolphins giving getting to um, yuck all around. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric, can, give us your thoughts on, on this giant steaming pile of feces yeah i think that's accurate and at a two-point spread it's tough because this is it's not going to be a two-point game right no. somebody's going to straight win this you got carolina who is just good every other game um they got a legit defense they lost to the fucking giants beat the shit out of atlanta lost to new england then beat arizona i get they don't have kyler but arizona's still legit and then turn around and lost to washington so um they're on the road against Miami. That seems to have put it all together. It's only two points, you know. Oh, I guess I'm going to take the Dolphins because the Dolphins get the points. Yep, AJ. Oh man, yeah, this one is, this one's tough. Um, I think that this game has one potentially dominant group, and that's that's the combination of on the ground of Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. I don't think there's any other, any other unit or group in this game that has the potential to be dominant. Those two at least have the potential to dominate. And that defense, um, they got Shaq Thompson back. And I think, think they're starting to come around a little bit that last game was just atrocious i don't know what the hell happened mm. with the washington red hogs yeah as we say here uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go carolina now the funny thing is miami plays well at home and they don't have that 
that that great of a home field advantage. I don't really understand that one. That does give me some pause here. And you could say that the most dominant um, unit on Miami are the cornerbacks. Well, Cam Newton doesn't really use wide receivers all that much. Um, and like I said, the only way that because this is basically even the, the the one thing to me that says dominate is Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton running some read option and getting in on the goal line. And I, I, I think the I think the Panthers defense is going to start to come. Hassan Reddick is playing his balls off right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Give me the uh, give me the Panthers. Newton. I think I like the momentum the Panthers are starting to build, um, e- even though they did lose to our, our beloved Red Hogs. Um, I, I like what they're, what they're beginning to do. I, I think Joe Brady can work with Cam Newton mm-hmm. more so than he can work with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's Absolutely. a broken child uh, <laughs> that is is maybe irreparable he is doomed to the foster system uh, <laughs> oh my we're, God. we're not go- we're not going to find out that you somehow have a broken child that's doomed to the foster <laughs> system right like, i'm not just sitting in on this show with another bombshell right no. maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe who knows the fuse is lit sir the fuse has been lit. <laughs> oh, shit. uh but give me the panthers i i i like what they're doing um I, I don't necessarily love what the Dolphins have done all season long. They're just fine. Like that that's the best you can give them is the Dolphins yep. are yeah, they're fine. Meh. Yeah. So give me the Panthers. Colt. I'm going Panthers too. You know, I like the um I watched a lot of that game on Sunday and I typically just don't tune into Panthers games with Darnold. It's just painful. Uh, I have CMC in Dynasty, so he's been out. Darnold's been playing like shit. Like it's just it's boring. I'd rather focus elsewhere. You went um, to go watch boring in person. <clears throat> I did, and you know it, it wasn't that boring in person <laughs> because at least <laughs> at least it was kind of an exciting game. I mean, Carolina had no business being in that game, uh, taking Minnesota to overtime on like a ninety-three yard drive in the fourth quarter. Like what the hell the happened there? I know, right? But Minnesota happened. Jesus, Mike Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, I I like the uh, the the energy that I believe Cam has has brought to the team. I mean, I think yep. guys are are getting up to play with him, and I think yep. he's grateful to have a second chance, a third chance, if you will. But to come back to Carolina, I mean, when he had that rushing touchdown, like a twenty-two yard run, twenty-four yard run, it, he looked good, and. uh he ran it all the way back to center field and planted the ball. Like, I think the Panthers are, are on the upswing. And like AJ said, the, the, the elite capabilities between McCaffrey and Cam, I think do kind of tip the scale here a little for me as well. Not to mention Carolina's defense has been quietly pretty good all year yep. uh, outside of a couple games. That Red Hogs game is so confusing with it the really performance is. They, they put up on defense. Really, it, it baffled me too. I was texting with a friend of ours who was at that game and he was like, where the fuck is our run defense? <laughs> For one, you know, um, it was really cool. He sent me a video of Cam's first touchdown. He was in that end zone, but um was it the, so the Panthers man up well too. So I'm looking at Miami's receivers. Miles Gaskin, he's just a guy. I, he, he doesn't excite me. But Jack, looking at all due respect. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Acronym suited. So 
I think Carolina's secondary is going to man up really well with the, the receivers that Miami's going to trot out because outside of Waddle, who are they looking at? Gasecki, okay, he's he's a wide receiver playing tight end. That's great. He's a good player. But then who? Mac Hollins? Checkdowns to Gaskin? I mean, is Parker ever coming back? Is Fuller ever coming back? I, I like Carolina here. All right. Uh, Titans at Foxborough. The Patriots giving six and a half. Almost a touchdown of cushion in this one for the Titans. Eric, your thoughts, please. Yeah, this one's tough, too, because when I look at New England, mm-hmm. like, how do you bet against Bill Belichick, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're on this huge winning streak, but they beat the shit out of Atlanta, a beat up Cleveland, Carolina, the New York Jets. They snuck one out against the Chargers. Seven points is a ton. And don't forget the Tennessee before just falling on their face in the pouring rain against Houston, beat New Orleans, the Rams, Indy, and Kansas City all in right. a row. I mean, they look like a team that needs a bye week in the worst way. They just yeah. dropped Adrian Peterson. I don't know who the hell, you know, Deontay Foreman is the lead back, so they're going to have to throw the ball. You can't really throw the ball against New England, but it's a shit ton of points. It's just, all right, this is what it comes down to. McCorkle mm. has to be the next Tom Brady, right? And so that's a heavy crown to wear and if there is one man that's a rookie that looks like he's going to wear that crown it is fucking mac jones so against all odds i'm going to take the new england (laughs) patriots to win this by seven that made my my nips tingle a little stop that we can all we can all see it through the hoodie yeah (laughs) large areolas oh (laughs) jesus christ um Give me, give me the Patriots. Uh, if there is a coach that can isolate a, a weakness, which right now is the Titans run game, isolate a weakness, take advantage of it. And I'm talking on defense on offense. Yeah. I mean, they, they've beaten some garbage teams, but with a rookie quarterback, I mean, that dude is just not that he needed it beforehand, but you're convincing a rookie quarterback that he belongs here. And when you, whether he actually contributed a ton, which he contributed, but regardless of whether he contributed a ton to those blowouts in the last few Patriots games, when you see that many points scored versus that few amount of points given up, and you just look at that score a young quarterback is like, I am the fucking man right now. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick and our beloved McCorkle are going to be integral uh, in this win. And plus it's six and a half. And I could see this being a, a one tutter game. Yeah. yeah. Their point differential in the last like six games is like 175 to 50. It's, it's ridiculous what that it smells like 2001 and i don't like it gross gross soured just this gross like fetid old bay and lobster just nasty new england stench (laughs) (laughs) heavy heavy dose of an excellent defense and just enough mac jones sprinkled on top to make Mm -hmm. it palatable god Ramondre Uh, stevenson is what in god's name have they been hiding on that bench i believe i called that after the draft you uh, did this was going to be a huge steal for the patriots (sighs) yep eric you'll start to notice a pattern of ryan's bias towards all things oklahoma and oklahoma Mm -hmm. state fairly Mm -hmm. certain i called this one though uh call it your thoughts please 
Uh, I'm going New England. And it's not even close here. I, their defense has just been shutting people down. And granted, they weren't the most top-tier offenses, but uh, they did play the Chargers really tough on the road. Uh, my fantasy team loves having Patriots defense. I'll tell you that. That was a great way to start the week last week. Uh, um, but the, the New England's brag right there. Yeah, well, I'm he's he, he's really I got absolutely shit on because I still play in a defense league. But. He he uh, <laughs> he's the only competent fantasy player here. No, so not at all. Not Ryan's uh, ahead of me in the standings. I'm sneaking. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's competence in fantasy is based entirely on coincidence and 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 and, and cosmic goodness to to yeah. him, which I I still can't explain. Put exactly. it this way: I basically watched that game. Thursday night, the majority of it, just to watch the Patriots defense play because I was waiting for that pick six. So then I decided to cut it off. I'm like, yeah, all right, this is. Then I wake up the next day, 26. I'm like, holy shit. Anyways, I don't think New England's asking Mac Jones or or Sweet McCorkle to do a ton, but what they've asked of him, he's done very well. I think New England's content to run the ball with Harris, Stevenson, and I hate to say it, Bolden is still an issue too. Because I think both of these guys could be like top 25 running backs this week if Bolden's not in the mix. And I just don't see playmakers for Tennessee right now. Even if A.J. Brown is clear to play and he makes it out there, Belichick's going to hyper-target him and shut him down. And I'm not saying A.J.B. can't uh, produce, all things considered, but it, it doesn't look good. And if they don't have A.J.B., they're going to have to utilize one of their 15 tight ends on the roster in Tennessee. I get or all 15 of them. Mike Vrabel loves the tight end. He does. Uh, Ferks or Swain. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't see a clear path for Tennessee here, but recency bias aside, <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong. Yep. A little more just, hot trash coming up. Uh, let me just throw one thing out. Can yeah, I throw, throw one it, thing? Throw it, yeah, it. It's in the intro interrupt, right? Yep. Uh, when I look at first and second year quarterbacks <clears throat> from an rules. NFL perspective uh mccorkle's the only one that's doing the quarterback thing he's coming up he's identifying the mic he's sending his own protection he's calling audibles to the line he's putting people in motion that aren't normally and putting them back to try and read the defense he understands what they're trying to do to him and how hmm. to attack it when you look at justin herbert who's a god right everybody loves justin herbert Lindsay, his his center that they just stole from the packers he's doing all that shit when you look at Joe Burrow, who's the only other guy that's trying to make his own calls? I mean, two is not really doing it. They got two offensive coordinators. Uh, Herbert's not doing it. Lance isn't even playing. Fields sure as shit ain't doing shit. He's just snapping <laughs> the ball and running around out there. And Trevor Lawrence, as great as Trevor Lawrence may or may not be, he is trying to survive a head coach that is trying to murder him by yeah. making him throw go routes to Jamal fucking Agnew. And as a Lions fan, I wish that man all the best. But holy shit. What is going on? And McCorkle yeah. is out there identifying the center of the defense, calling out what they're in, setting his own protection, moving his own line, and calling audible. So just from the what, what the young man's doing from an actual football perspective is fucking impressive. Like, he's yes, blowing me away. Even if he's got, like, 69% completion percentage, nice. that's all screens. Nice. Everybody hates him. He's leading all rookies ever in his completion percentage, and they're like, yeah, dad, bod, he's not good for fantasy. I don't give a damn. From an NFL perspective, he is picking you games. apart like Drew Brees used to pick yeah. people apart yeah. before he moved to New Orleans, where it was like, what is San Diego doing? So yeah. uh, the kid has got the goods. 
Okay. Can I, we I just enjoy that? Can we just say he's he's kind of an oracle, a, a, a McCorkle oracle? That's, I didn't like, like it. There's something there. at all. Yeah, I. <laughs> I told him about my T-shirts for the the fucking Klondike Bears. I mean, we can make T-shirts <laughs> for this. I already got a connection. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. We, the we, oracle yeah. oracles. We got it. <laughs> we got it. Don't baby. show your nips. There it is. <laughs> uh, McCorkle is, is goals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. To, to give any context whatsoever for listeners, uh, I just pulled up my hoodie to reveal our uh, uh, limited un, edition, un, uh, limited edition, unpatented or copyrighted T-shirts <laughs> with our logo. And a... I thought that was just tatted on the chest right there. I <laughs> yeah, baby. Just full pledge. Next to two. Next to two. My next yeah. to two is is uh, McCorkle Jones' dad bod tattooed mm. on on my actual body. Then, then it's the winner of this this game. Eagles at Giants. Giants uh, getting three and a half. Oh boy, <laughs> what kind of despicable thing did we do to deserve this on the schedule twice a year? Uh, Eric, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I just talked for a long time. Here's the bottom line: Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the of the of the New York Giants. He'll show his ugly head. And Jalen Hurts, as much as he's an anomaly to me, because I don't, I can't tell if the motherfucker's good or not. Right. I mean, he's like, he does things that are magic. And then he turns around and throws an out route to the other That's team. Crashes. And you're like, what? Okay. He's essentially a rookie. Uh, but the bottom line is they score too many points out there in Philly for the New York G-men to catch up, especially after felling, uh, you know, shelving the clap man out there and Jason Garrett. So uh, Freddie Kitchens is not going to score enough points in this game. No. I'll take the Eagles. <laughs> Give me all the Freddie Kitchens. AJ. It's, it, it is super interesting to see what happens post Jason Garrett. Ryan loves to, to, to quote and remind people that teams, especially when a head coach leaves, teams play well game after. Mentioned that uh, last time he said it. However, he was wrong. Uh, and the Giants suck. And the Eagles are putting up a shit ton of points right now. And what was the last time it was, it was, uh, it was the Falcons mm. firing their coach and you very mm. confidently picked them in the next game and you were not correct. You, yeah. you were in other words, wrong. So yeah. give me, give me the Eagles with extreme prejudice. Mm. prejudice yeah. noted. I will also take the Eagles for all of those reasons. Jalen hurts is what he is, but, but the dude makes plays and they score points I, and the giants just flat don't so colt uh, i'm gonna concur with everything that was said eagles now the giants are gonna win by 30 probably uh, falcons <laughs> at jaguars this is a one point pick em game Ugh. falcons at jaguars there's Mother a lot of god here. aj oh fuck you you're making me go first are you shitting me right now i guess that is a um <laughs> With, thank you for being here, Eric. I guess this is where the thanks comes in. <laughs> oh, my God. What a mess of a game this is. The Falcons are giving up the 31st most points. Jaguars giving up the 25th most points on offense. We see on uh, for Atlanta some names we're familiar with. Uh, and yet the Falcons are scoring the 24th most points and the Jaguars are scoring 28th most points. This is literally a, a coin toss mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of statistical output. Uh, I have no fucking idea where this game's going to go. 
Uh, give me the Jaguars for no reason at all. Okay, Eric. <laughs> okay. Uh, Atlanta has a whopping three points over the last two weeks, and they are still the 24th most high-scoring offense <laughs> in the NFL. So that is mind-boggling to me that they are still top, top two-thirds. Um, I'm going to take the better quarterback in this one. I'm going to take Matt Ryan, and I'm a betting man, right? I like to bet on sports. Atlanta just had a huge ruling in the court system. Uh, for the people and I think that this this bullshit ass like you know where they try and connect the two things and give people moral victories is a real thing which is why we see the same teams at the top constantly and the NFL tries to cheat for that so for their own purposes so as bullshit as that may be I'm going to take Atlanta to to win by two uh, because like you said it's a coin flip and that's that's how I'm cutting the coin I'll take the better quarterback and the uh, momentum for the city Yep, a uh, coin flip where both sides end up on shit. Uh, <laughs> don't love yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Jags just because AJ did, and if we both lose, I don't lose ground. Colt? Okay. Hey, God. I like that. That's smart. Uh, <laughs> None of this matters because Colt, it, Colt, it might be purposefully tanking. He's 1585. <laughs> <laughs> <He> is... <laughs> it doesn't matter what you and I do, Ryan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Colt, you might as well go with the Falcons just to try to gain ground. I, I guess I'm going to have to kind of sort of try and do that. Um, <laughs> I, I think just the fact that if James Robinson is – he's looking a little better from that heel injury. He's had going the last couple of weeks, but I mean, he's, he's the better player. Uh, well, aside from Pitts, I, I feel like, and I don't know if, if CPAT is going to play cause he's banged up with an ankle. I mean, he, he limited logged a limited session a day. Um, Did you say CPAP like that thing you put on to breathe when you sleep? Yeah. for That's the, the, that's the one, Ryan. Yeah. Mm uh yeah fuck it i'm gonna go falcons why not all right uh, jets at texans that oh, was a God. resounding nobody cares for that last game and i think we're gonna get it for this one as well yep um i'll start to give aj no advantage or disadvantage whatsoever give me the texans because i don't give a shit aj <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take the texans um damn it because because <laughs> moment, momentum i don't know momentum um uh, because the jets seem how can you be worse at the quarterback position than the texans well you go to new york and no uh and you put joe flacco on the field that's how um yeah give me the texans for i guess momentum and also no particular reason eric yeah, I'm going to take the Texans by a lot. Zach Wilson will be the starting quarterback. They yes, don't have a backup. Back. Joe, Joe Flacco was the starter. I might have led with the Jets because I like yep. Robert Sala. But the bottom line is Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod or whatever the fuck he wants to say his name now that it's 2021 everybody's changing shit. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a winner. So if you look at quarterbacks that are shit in the NFL, I could give you at least a dozen that are worse than Tyrod or Taylor <laughs> or however the fuck he says his name. That man is going to win this game. Uh, yeah. By more than three points, the Jets are trash. And Zach Wilson needs LASIK like Jameis Winston did. Mm. He's too he's too young for glasses. He'd be the first kid in fifth grade with glasses. Glasses oh. are an invasive procedure at that age. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, if Flacco was playing this game, I'd, I'd go with the Jets. No problem. But, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson back out there. They got to see what they have in him. Their season's been lost. 
And I think it's going to remain lost for this one, too. I'm going Texans. All right. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Denver Broncos. The Broncos only getting two and a half uh, against the Chargers. Eric, please lead the, lead the way. Yeah, man. Teddy Bridgewater is legitimate. He's a legitimate threat in the NFL to micromanage the game and keep things close. They have a really good defense. They got two outstanding running backs. They now have two wide receivers locked up. Noah Fant. I get it. Uh, the bottom line is I'm not going to bet against the Chargers team to cover the spread when they like to go for it on fourth and 30 from their own five yard line. I mean, they want to put up points. They want to run up the score. I think they're going to be able to do that. So I'm going to take the Chargers at two and a half, even though Denver's sneaky good. I think that Justin Herbert is just downright better. All right, AJ. I, I, I want to like Teddy Bridgewater, the thing is in order to i live in louisville so like you know just <laughs> yeah just take that as a grain of salt like i, I watched him beat florida and i fell in love with teddy two gloves teddy two gloves <laughs> we 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 are we were first of all we're at least fans of the nickname it's fucking yeah. fabulous uh the reason the chargers lost to the or the charge the game was even close excuse me not lost the game was even close against the steelers because the steelers made uh or the Chargers made mistakes um the one thing now, this is the side note. The Chargers special teams unit is as bad a unit as um, the collective Shall We Football podcast has ever seen. Um, the collective Shall We Football podcast. Yeah, that too. Um, the, the one thing that's not translatable over time is turnovers and dumbass mistakes. That's generally people regress back to the mean that said, um, while the Steelers don't have a competent defense, the Broncos do have a competent defense. Uh, I, I just think that loss of Von Miller is eventually going to affect the way that defense plays as the heart and soul of that. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go chargers here. I'm, I'm, this is one I'm very concerned about. I would never bet this game, but I'm going to go chargers. I think everybody overthinks the Broncos. Um, I think they stink. And I like, I, I just don't know if there's any other way around that. I love that. I think they stink. And I think the chargers are pretty good. So give me the chargers. Colt. Um, yeah, very similar logic, uh, simplistic enough. Uh, I agree with Ryan. Uh, I think the chargers have a better defense and offense, uh, Bridgewater and eh, micromanaging. And I- I'd really love to see Javante Williams pop in this game. Can we just get like a breakout game for Javante and get him some more touches moving forward? I mean, Melvin's playing. Okay. But, uh, I think we all, his fantasy community, we, we want to see Javante just have a blow up game. So desperately. I'm still desperately, yes. I'm desperately still, want Javante. You can't make Javante Williams happen. Stop trying to make Javante Williams happen. <clears throat> I know. I know. He's one of the only original draft picks I have on my roster in our league. <laughs> <laughs> I've traded or cut everyone else. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, uh, all that said, I'm going Chargers. Yeah. Very nice. Well put. Yep. Okay, we got Rams and Packers on Sunday. This is a pick 'em in the 425 slot. Even money. Eric, where does your money lie? Good God. Oh, I don't like it. I'm a Matthew Stafford fan. I hope the Rams win by like so Hell many points yes. that the, the fucking the scoreboard breaks, but I don't know how the fuck you pick against 
Green Bay at home in November. Yeah. And when I yeah. looked at it, they were getting a point. I'm like, what the hell is going on that you mm-hmm. think Aaron Rodgers toe or not? It should get a point in November. I don't care who they're playing against. Matthew Stafford's great. He's looked like trash. They they don't know how to move the safeties down. They let him sit in cover too. Daryl Henderson apparently isn't it. Sonny Michelle uh, isn't enough to move anybody. As great as that defense may or may not be with all their superstars, they have holes. They just lost Robert Woods. I think it's going to be Green Bay, and I hope to all get out I'm wrong. But if I'm actually, like, putting money on a, on a game, I'm going to take the Packers here. Yeah, I also think it's Green Bay. Uh, it is currently warmer in Green Bay, Wisconsin, than it is in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, mark that down on November 24th. Uh, stranger things have happened than the Rams winning at Lambeau Field, but I don't think it's going to be this weekend. AJ. Yeah, I'm not going to overthink this one. Uh, all signs point to the Packers. Give me the Packers. Yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, just to be contrarian and uh, try and dig myself out of a deep, deep hole. Good luck, I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams. And you know what? They just came off a bye. They had two embarrassing <laughs> losses. McVay off a bye. I think he's going to ha- hopefully have figured some things out. Uh, unless the curse of Odell Beckham is going to just throttle them down forever. I love that that mythical thing that hangs over him. Looms oh, large. Man, I love that about him. <laughs> Probably my favorite thing about Odell Beckham is is just that. Uh, Minnesota at San Francisco. 49ers getting giving three points at Levi Stadium. Vikings 49ers. Eric, who you got? For the 49ers to win by four against the Kirk Cousins-led offense, and again, I went to state, so I got to watch this motherfucker. I get it. A little biased. But it doesn't show up in the big game, but this isn't a big game. I'm not going to take San Francisco to cover by four. I'm going to take the Vikings. Cousins does not get enough respect. Both teams like to keep the game close. If if the Vikings were getting the spread, I would take Kyle Shanahan all day because Mike Zimmer – we talk about people that don't know how to win. I think he knows how to win a little too well, and he doesn't give a shit if it's – if it's by a yard or by a mile and he keeps it way too close, but all they got to do is cover the spread. And I'm going to take Kurt to do that, whether it's overtime or not. I mean, uh, garbage time or not. And when you look at the strength of the defense, like who the hell is going to cover uh, Justin Jefferson, let alone Adam Thielen, like who, right. who is going to cover Justin Jefferson? Like <laughs> Their best corner was Richard Sherman and he's out. They don't need him. So and he's in Tampa Bay now. So like who the hell is covering Justin Jefferson? I'll take the Vikings in this one to cover the three and a half or whatever the hell it is. All right, AJ. Smart. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Last week, I picked against the Colts, hoping that they wouldn't control the clock running the ball. That's my biggest concern here is that the 49ers will just play keep away all game control that clock on offense and defense. But look, the Vikings just find ways to keep everything close. I know that's not a great way to project things using the analysis of the, they just find ways, but I'm actually fairly comfortable with it. And you're, you're, you're giving points. You're giving Kirk cousins points. It's it's, that seems to be the pattern and I'm not going to overthink this. The Vikings keep it close. Um, and God forbid they should get a lead because then yeah. this, this game could get ugly. If the Vikings manage to get a lead, uh, this could be problematic for the 49ers. Yeah, if the 49ers are forced to chuck it around a little bit, then they're in serious trouble. 
Uh, but they did a good job against the Cardinals of of keeping the game close, controlling the clock, never letting Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and those guys get rolling. They could do it again against a lesser team in the Vikings. That was Colt. That was Colt McCoy, right? The first time it was Kyler. It was okay, 17 right. to 10. Right. Um, so, I mean, they, they could do it. I, I, do I think they're going to – I don't know. Give me the Vikings, I guess. Colt. This is a tough call, man, because just like you guys said, I mean, who's going to cover Jefferson? Uh, can the 49ers control the clock? I mean, there, there's some personnel questions here. What I really like to see is the utilization of Debo last week in the backfield. I mean, that dude is just a flat out baller wherever you put him. Um, he almost housed another long run for a touchdown. I think San Fran's going to get creative as always, but. I'll take Minnesota to cover. All right. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore giving three and a half. Uh, this one's easy. Baltimore all day. Yep. Eric? Yeah, Baltimore. Sorry, Bradley. The Browns are trash. Baker needs to go. Yeah, he's rough. Uh, AJ? Yeah, give me Baltimore. I'm just going to. I'm just going to keep this chalk so I don't lose any more ground. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not. This is not a Baker Mayfield issue. This is a Browns organization. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar uh, had to sit out a couple weeks too because he had the shits, and, and now he's not going to lead mid game because he got all that shit out of his system. It looks yeah. like he's back at practice. Dude gets sick guy. more than anyone. Yeah, How do you not? He does. Practice. It's like every he's other like week he's, he's non-COVID related illness injury report. What? It's like he's he just had a uh, <laughs> just had a baby. When he's I had, had baby, COVID twice. Sudden... <laughs> what in the world? Immune system. Yeah, uh, Seattle at our. That was beloved... Baltimore for me, by the way, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seattle at our beloved Red Hogs. Uh, the Red Hogs giving a point uh, to to Seattle. AJ, guide the way, please. Jesus, the Red Hogs give, us. giving a point. My God. Oh man, this is another. Why is this a Monday night game? Who? ESPN did not pay the NFL enough money. Uh, clearly not. Um, flex this one out <laughs> yeah for god's sake flex this one out give me give me the browns and 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 and, and ravens here why not flex out your your your, your bucking it whatever whatever it's it is what it is and we are stuck with it um russell wilson i normally eric like you said i default if, if it's a if it's out of a kind of a toss-up, you default to the best quarterback i'm not sure i'm not comfortable doing that here give me the red hogs <laughs> All right, Eric. Yeah, I love Scott Turner with a burning passion. It's unhealthy. It really is. Mm. Um, but we talked about it is. It's unhealthy. Like uh, that needs to be a t-shirt right there. It's I will have Scott <laughs> Turner's babies right here live on air. Um, but when I look at Washington, don't forget their defense was so bad. Like in DFS, if anybody plays DFS, you were like, just fucking throwing anybody for cheap that's playing Washington. Yep. That wasn't that long ago. Seattle's defense is bad, but it's improving. Bottom line is Russell Wilson's mallet finger. If anybody saw that live, like, I don't know why they kept showing that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You need to take that off the air. Um, but he was supposed <laughs> to be six to eight weeks. That's what we're looking at now. When I look at him, I get it. He looks like trash. He looks rusty. He's having a tough time. The ball's coming out clean. And so I'm going to take Russell Wilson against Washington here on the road in a must-win situation. And I'm going to hope that they fire Pete Carroll like we hope that they fire Matt Nagy. Like oh, they get the win God. and they just I go cannot. ahead and send him home. 
Yeah, I cannot like, handle Pete yeah. Carroll going back to USC. I will. I, I, I'll, oh, never, I'll, I'll, I'll never. I'll it never. I'll never show happen. my face again. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like retirement Fucking homes. Like hell. there's pudding pops for you in applesauce somewhere Who in Akron, Ohio. Love pudding pops. Time, time to go. <laughs> yeah, send him to Urban Meyer's bar in Dublin. There we go, boy. Over there. Um, I'm also gonna take the Seahawks. Um, I, I just, I, I don't. <laughs> see Go ahead, a reason why not i don't see a reason why not colt uh i i, I do kind of think this being russ's third game back i think this is where he he starts to find more of a groove maybe starts cooking just a little bit i'm, I'm not gonna say like full board uh jamar chase i'm sorry chase young excuse me on ir that's that's a big blow to the front uh Heineke's just a little maniac out there, man. He, he looks like he just Love he, it. he wants it, you know. <laughs> it's like the the broadcast analysis. Who wants it more? Yeah, uh, he does mm. not want to go back to was he an old Dominion guy as well? No. Dude, that motherfucker was bagging groceries Kurt Warner style when yes, they called him to come up. Yeah. And he has looked we we talked about whether Jalen Hurts looks good, and I'm mind blown. I know Tyler Taylor Heineke looks good. Yeah, I don't know if they'll let him get the job. But when you look at their draft position compared to Hurts and their capital, they paid him like yeah. 1.5 million dollars. But so when I look at the two of them, I'm like Taylor might look. It's stupid. Don't do that. Go get Jimmy Garoppolo or some shit. But he might yeah. fucking hold that job because if anybody's gonna let you roll it out there, it's Riverboat Ron. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna He's go big. Washington ba- based on. Based on that, man. Love Get that. him. Him and his half. Get Steve. him. Good stuff. Uh, Colt, give us your wisdom in fantasy football, please. And Colt, real attention. quick. Um, uh-huh. Eric, if you want to jump in for 30 seconds to a minute, immediately post fa- fastest five and give some thoughts because Colt is bound to stir up some. So this is the first yes. time and yes. I should, I'm going to, I'm going to probably add this in for our fantasy guys, but 30 seconds to a minute to add your thoughts at the end. Colt, I swear to God, if this goes over five minutes, I'm going to lose it. I'm okay. going to, I'm going to lose it. Oh, damn it. All right. All right. I don't want to get grounded. Uh, I'm going to keep it brisk. All right, guys. So only two teams on by this week, Kansas city and Arizona, some uh, pretty competent playmakers on those squads, but uh, you know, I'm taking a look at, some uh, some sleepers, maybe some not so sleeperish guys that are really just starting to kind of catch fire a little bit. You should consider. Um, I think Cam Newton is a decent stream. You know, just looking at some quarterbacks to stream. Uh, I think that could totally. I, I, I played him last week, and I was just hoping that he didn't implode, and he actually looked pretty good. So I'd be willing to roll Cam back out. Jimmy G, the aforementioned Tyler Henneke. Taylor Henneke. Why do I always say Tyler? Damn it. Carson Wentz. Teddy Two Gloves. Always, you know, a quiet stream there. Uh, and Ty God Tarod Taylor. Rushing upside puts him in that category. Also, some running backs to consider. Miles Sanders back from uh, IR last week. He was getting a lot of the work and then he fumbled and then you didn't see him for a while. And it was Jordan Howard. Well, Jordan Howard got hurt. So now revert back to Miles Sanders. And Boston Scott, uh, Jeff Wilson. I'm not really sure Elijah Mitchell plays again. Uh, Jeff Wilson got a lot of work last week. Trey Sermon when it was out of hand. Ty Johnson because Michael Carter went down. 
Uh, him and Tevin Coleman likely to split. Uh, Devontae Freeman quietly been usable the last few weeks. Uh, and, and I put a question mark with Hilliard. I'm not really buying that. Uh, 10 targets, eight catches. That was just game script. I, I wouldn't be super excited to roll out Hilliard. Some wide receivers think about uh, Elijah Moore. He's had a couple of really good games in a row. However, Zach Wilson playing, I feel like that really limits him. Darnell Mooney, he's he's getting hot. Uh, very beatable matchup tomorrow. Ayuk's getting hot. He's getting more looks. A lot more catches. He seems to be out of the Shanahan doghouse for now. Cedric Wilson, kind of an obvious play with uh, Lamb and Gallup. I mean, Lamb and Cooper likely to miss. Traquan Smith, snap counts, targets quietly coming up. Uh, dare I say Marvin Jones? I, I don't honestly want to use anyone on the Jacksonville offense right now outside of James Robinson, but uh, Agnew, the guy that they like the most, Urban seemed to like the most, is on IR with a hip injury. Some tight ends to stream and defenses. Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzama, Cole Komet could have a sneaky good game tomorrow. Uh, Gerald Everett, Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz is the uh, the pinnacle of that group there. Uh, some defenses, Ravens, Bears, Eagles, Cowboys, very beatable matchups. Eric, your thoughts. Hit us with something. Okay, man. So we do a dynasty podcast. So we look at buying and selling and draft picks and all that bullshit that everybody yep. loves. So yeah, go much. listen to it. Go listen yeah. to it. Check out the website, which is kind of uh, in flux right now. That's a nice way of saying that it's kind of dog shit, but it's fffair.com and all of our links are there. Okay. We, we are just a bunch of guys that cheat on our love for football six days a week with our wives. And you can check us out. That's how we came up with fantasy football. Let's fans. go. All right. So if you're looking at people to buy that are dog shit that nobody wants, Zach Ertz is number one on that list at tight end. He is now tight end six. He just got to the Cardinals and is already tearing it up. DeAndre Hopkins is still hurt. AJ Green, I don't give a damn if he looks good or not. Um, in this in the box score, he's trash. Gotta love that. When you look at the running back position, I mean, you guys talked about free Javante Williams, just Melvin fucking Gordon and CPAT that people are still willing to let go for a second or later. And if you are a competitor, that's some depth that you need for your RB4 or five. And don't forget that Chase Edmonds is coming off IR. If you couldn't get James Conner, Edmonds will come back. Hunt just came back. That's two names to monitor. At, at uh, quarterback, somebody for free that's on a lot of waivers, Trevor Simeon, quietly top five quarterback over the course of the last three weeks. Pay attention to that. He's got a terrible matchup. Makes him more available after the Thursday game before your uh, trade deadline happens where you can give up a third or some bullshit. Make it a 2024 third. People will just take it because they want out. Give him fab. They do that shit. They do. They take it. Yeah. When you look at the wide receiver <laughs> position, Wide receivers where you don't want to buy too many vets unless you know you can start and play them now. So somebody that you know you can play this week is Cedric Wilson and somebody that I'm willing to pay up on. Same team is uh, Michael Gallup and then Brandon Cooks. Those are the names because there's so much value there and their value will jump. And Cedric, who's on waivers, you can literally plug in this Thanksgiving, eat your turkey, watch him score you some points. So if you're in a tough spot, those are the value plays. And when you look at paying up for like studs, Man, that, that's a gut check uh, spot. But the only guy I'm going to mention is, is Austin Eckler because I do think he'll get paid again. I think if you give up a first and a second and, and a player that you're not too high on, you can still get that first and the second back in the offseason. So Austin Eckler with that playoff schedule, RB2, Alvin Kamara light, Alvin Kamara's out. Look at Austin Eckler to win a bunch of people championships. Yeah, I like that. Bingo. I, I love 
that I, I did not tell Eric to prepare for this, but you tell a fantasy guy you have one minute and they, <laughs> they, they immediately have 10 minutes of material ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I, 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 awesome. I missed one name. Now yeah. just say it, Tom Brady. Uh-huh. It, exactly. Whatever it is, pay it's, it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I love about fantasy yeah. guys is you know, yeah. they're, they're just, they're perpetually prepared. Yeah. Hey, and let, let us let us close out with just the friendly reminder of of not starting players on the Thanksgiving in any Thursday game in your flex position. Know your rules and your league settings, how IR works, things of that nature. Yeah, I can see Eric, Eric's face right oh now. Oh my I, god! I just Where's... put up the slide for the pronunciation. Okay, game. Ryan, right, I'm gonna get one. Ryan. All right, let's see which one you get. This is the pronunciation game. It's words Evan can't say. Uh, AJ's <laughs> aforementioned former roommate and my current tenant with a very loose grasp on the English language. Uh, doesn't know how to read good. Uh, the first one. Uh, we thought he, he, likes, he likes his books read to him on tape. Yes, he's an audiobook guy. Mm. I was thinking uh, Zoolander. They sent him to the to the center for kids, for that kids can't, can't read good. Read good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Evan's a, Evan's a it used to be member. eight times as big. Whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, this, this this first name is he's a quarterback at Clemson. We thought he yeah. was going to be the presumptive number one overall draft pick when he became eligible. Now we're not so sure. Eric, what is his name though? When it is eventually called on draft day, his name is DJ. Nailed it. <laughs> not the word not quite phonetically know, i'll give it to you i know but, it's not right but yeah but it's close. correct not the it's worst not we've heard uh evan calls him dj agunglier <laughs> dj agunglier his real name oh, is man. dj ui ungalale ui ungalale the mm-hmm. ag sound in samoan is is an ng sound how long it took me to get tongue of aloha yeah same concept though mm-hmm uh, this next one is an edge rusher for the New Orleans Saints. Won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Came out of BYU, the land of the Mormons. What is his name, Eric? It is Tano Kapasaganan. Mm. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Yeah, that's close enough, I think. Yeah. I, uh, we'll yeah, give we'll quarters give... points. Yeah. yeah. The, it, the G in there is like filet mignon, so it's Kapasignan. Good job on the K. Excellent mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. on the, the K. K. Yeah. Uh, AJ, take this one. You enjoy it so much. Yeah, so this is the current center for the Dallas Cowboys out of Wisconsin, one of these cheese-eating muffas. Uh, what is his name, Eric? Okay, so the first name is going to trip me up, but I believe it's Tyler. Yes. Which is, is that correct? Great okay. job. Tyler. Okay, work Tyler. Is done. Okay. <laughs> Biatson. Ooh, you started out. You started out strong, and there is no end, which is fairly clear there. Not sure where that one came from. <laughs> it is biotish. Big. Within, I, I want to say doubt, big props on end. getting the first part. That like most people struggle with the emphasis on the a yeah. d sound biotish. It we normally get biodash. Yeah. I just don't know. It's inexplicable to me where the end came. When from. in doubt, add an end. <laughs> when in doubt, I before E except after C and when in doubt, add an, add an end. Yeah, I like that. You guys I never like substitute teacher in a, in a you know gospel church or some yeah. stuff. You just gotta let's add go. an end. Let's go. <laughs> uh, this next fella is is a, a linebacker yeah. for the Giants uh, out of Old Dominion. I feel okay about this one. Yeah, let, let's hear. Let's hear how you feel. This is O'Shane 
Jimenez. Very, very close. Very close. Very close. That's, that's a great try. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's an. It's the sound. only. It's the only reasonable try that's incorrect. Right. Yeah, Shimenez. Right. Yeah. Shimenez. 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 Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blame that on the is... IPA. I said that one right. Yeah. The next <laughs> one is is my favorite one personally. Uh, he's a corner for the Miami Dolphins out of Auburn. Uh, this one's like skiing. Once you figure it out, it's a delight. It's Noah. Yep. It certainly is. <laughs> he did some boating. <laughs> okay. Let me get two guesses at this because I got to sound it out the first time. No. Ign- <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. We're good. Noah. Noah. Ig. Ig. Ben on here. Oh, oh, see, I got to sound it out the first man. time. It's there. It's Ig Ben on it. Let's give him a second try. Come on. No, All right. I'll give you a second try. try. You don't get any points. You don't get any points for No, that was the second try. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. It's the same thing. It's Ig Benogany. Ig Benogany. And you know what's crazy is I've actually heard that name in my ear. And then this is Gunnar Olszewski, right? Yeah, Gunnar Olszewski. We can skip Gunnar. Everybody needs to know Gunnar. Yeah. If you don't know a man named Gunnar that plays the Gunnar position for the New England Patriots, I don't think well said. Well said. Evan. Evan's a lifelong Patriots fan, so he says he quit halfway through that one. Called him Gunner Ol Shit. That's how he's. <laughs> yeah, AJ. This also is accurate. One. Also, also accurate. accurate. Gunner Ol Shit. That's what defensive coordinators say. Yeah, AJ, this is your favorite. Yeah, so this is Navy's head football coach. Yeah. Has been there for over a decade, I believe now. One of the longest tenured head coaches in major college football. Uh, he keeps the triple option alive um, for all the kids to see uh, an offense that they'll never run unless you play for Indiana area senior high school, uh, which I did, which is really great as a wide receiver uh, because you learn how to block real good and not really much else. Uh, but this gentleman runs it uh, to as much perfection as you can. Not recently, but has been dominant in the past. Great guy. What's his name, Eric? I almost his said his, is, I almost said his name. By the way, I have. I, I would have still <laughs> slaughtered this. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You, our tongues aren't connected yet. See, I'm connected with Ryan's nipples now. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm connected with his beard because it's so well kept. We all instantly had a connection. I love so, all. So, and I'm connected with your T-shirt, but not yeah. no tongues yet. His no, name yeah. is Ken. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> I get the first name. Let's just do first names from now on. Yeah, Ken. Niamatalu. Oh. Niamatalu. I like it. I like it. I think those two the, combined the idea was... is correct. It's yeah. like an 80, 82 percentile. Yeah, like conceptually, you were there. No, that's yes. a that's a B plus. It's it's Niamatalu, right? It's gotta mm, be close. Mm, it is close. Okay, give it to me. Niamatalolo. Yeah, I got the it, first name. Ryan got Lolo? the last name. <laughs> I yes. thought it would be Lolu for sure. Yeah, there are two O's there. I know, but it's a it's you're tricking you. Me. Yes, in fact, yes, we absolutely fanatic. are tricking you. <laughs> yes, this, Ryan. Uh, this last is an Oklahoma Sooners linebacker. Uh, he only played well this year against Kansas. Um, what is his name? So did Colt and I actually. Yeah, Colt also played well against Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> All right, Colt. David. Yeah. David Ugawawu. That was real bad. <laughs> that, was the IPA. that was definitely the IPA. Ouch. Uh, it's, uh, it's David Agwegbu. 
David Agwegbu. Agwegbu. There's no ends in that one. No. So that's the key. If there's not an N in it, I'm no good to you. That's true. You're useless without the N. Give me the N names. Yeah, luckily there may be an N or two in this one. Oh, look, there's another one. On Christian. Whoa, how are you even supposed to read that? Right. You just you just fall asleep on the uh so I'm in a I'm in a league that's uh unique, we'll say a lot of unique chat. And uh no kickers. So they'll they'll just type a whole bunch of letters. And so I'm like an old white guy, you know, I'm not that old, but I I feel old in this league. And I'm trying to figure out what it means. It's like A S F G A F A F A S acronyms. And so, no, he said it's when you think something's so funny, you just hit a whole bunch of letters. Oh wow. And I was like, that's what kids do now. What? Because we came up with like LOL, which was an evolution of a smiley face. It was, yeah. Right? And now you just hit a bunch of letters. Like, what is happening in the world? So Madness. This is John Christian. Oh yeah. Uh Kaimani Fairy band. Love it. That's correct. Yeah. 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 You got it. Yeah. You gotta ask his mother. I'm pretty sure his name is actually pronounced Guadalupe. It's just spelled yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, everything else is silent. Everything else. Yeah, it's Kaimi Fairbairn, the Texans kicker. Uh, we love kickers and punters on this we show. We do. Yeah, very much. Oh, so. my God. In, in, a, in a weird turn of events, the McCorkle Award winner is Eric Burkholder. Gentlemen, hey. now's the time we clap. All right. All right. Congratulations Congrats, to the Eric. episode's winner. Uh, last week, Ryan Searfoss. Shout out to Ryan. All right, gentlemen, now is the time where we give a sincere Round of applause, a huge round of applause to Eric for Dudes. joining us tonight. Thank you so much, my friend. That was absolutely fabulous. Uh, you fit in like a glove on Teddy Two's hands. Now it's time for you to plug your shit. Tell the people where they can find and how they can find. All right, man. So I do. I did a lot of Dynasty Theory to open the uh, to open the off season. You can find that at tlr underscore dynasty ff.com that's the locker room dynasty fantasy football experiment i'm kind of proud of that and then i got connected with these guys at fantasy football affairs podcast network there's a whole bunch of us do a whole bunch of different shit i'm on rookie on the rise with Britt sanders at the ff sandman and bradley stickler at ff bourbon do both guests on this show this was a ton of fun you can find me at twitter at eric burkholder sticks as ryan already alluded to i killed the other five clones it's just me now uh, funny story though, when I typed that in, I thought it was just like, tell me your name. I didn't know it was my fucking username. And apparently there's five other Eric Burkholders <laughs> that beat me to Twitter. Like, I'm proud of you. We're doing it. Eric Burkholder of the world. We are yeah. doing, we are taking over Twitter one by one. Next thing you know, it'll be like one, zero, zero, one, zero, one. It'll be like Fairbairn's fucking name out there where they're just falling asleep on the pad. But again, fffair.com is the website at Eric Burkholder six on Twitter. And uh, this was fun as shit, man. I'd love to come back. Don't forget the invite. And uh, of course, you guys are always yes. welcome on ours. Collaboration is key here. It, Absolutely. It is. Thank you. All Thank right, you boys. again, Eric. Gentlemen, give him another round. That was fabulous, man. So much Thanks fun. On, Eric. Thank you. And uh, Thank you guys. we'll absolutely have you back. Ryan. Time to talk really, really fast. Thanks for listening to the Shall We Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our Pesticide Free Podcast on all platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. And leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. The more listeners, the more we keep doing this shit. Also, tell your friends because we're not going to pay for advertising. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Losing is the new winning because Texas is back. Yeah, baby.